Hi, this is Christopher McClinton, CMO for FinsAct, and welcome to this episode of the Extensible Podcast. Today, I'm talking to our Director of Training at FinsAct, Nathan Gilbert. Hi, Nathan. Hey, Chris. Thanks for having me, man. Glad to be here. Great to be with you. Well, maybe you would help us get started just by telling us a little bit about yourself and what you were doing prior to joining FinsAct. Yeah. So prior to my time at FinsAct, I spent about four and a half years at another fintech company doing core banking implementation. And so I think it was during that time where I kind of realized something about myself that I enjoyed speaking with clients and helping them learn about complex topics that are difficult to understand, but teaching them how to do it in an approachable way, really. Naturally, that kind of leads you to a role in the training arena, right? And so, you know, they say it takes a certain, a certain type of person to be a trainer. I don't know if that's good or bad or what that says about me, but, but here we are. So all the right things. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So it's been about two and a half years, I guess now, since I saw what FinZact was doing in the next gen core banking space and wanted to get involved. So it's been a wild ride, but, but I'm having lots of fun and ready to keep going. Right on. And then maybe a little bit about since you've been with FinZac, what's the journey been like so far? And a little more specifically, perhaps, like what is your team working on that you're you're really excited about? Yeah. So when I first started, I joined actually as a training consultant and now actually leading the, the team of training consultants as their, the director of training. And so one of the things that we're working on that we're really excited about is kind of developing that modern learning experience for for a next-gen core. We want to align our training experience to the type of next-gen core that we provide as FinZact, right? And so I think there's a variety of different ways we're doing that, and we, we will plan to continue to do that in the future, right? I think there's different types of medium that we've built, different learning experiences that we provide to accomplish that goal. And at the end of the day, right, Chris, like I think our goal as FinZact is not just to have our clients adopt the FinZAC core and successfully implement the core, but we want to spark innovation in the industry and we want to transform the industry as we know it really, right? And I think when you think about that from a training perspective specifically within FinZAC, I think the the learning portal is really one of the most visible ways that you can see that transformation happening. And tell us about that. What exactly is the learning portal? Yes. Yeah, so, so hopefully folks got a chance to see the Kyle Fox experience the other day on the extensible podcast, um, where, where he talked about all things console, right? And so Kyle, Kyle's a natural. So he it's is, tough, yeah. Tough back to follow. <laughs> I'll try to, I'll try to live up to the high bar he said, right? But essentially I'll describe the portal as this. The learning portal is, is essentially an extension of the console, right? And so access to the FinZap console grants you full access to our learning portal. And, what we want to accomplish by doing that is really to provide uh, an embedded learning experience to users of users of the FinZac core. And so to do that, we want to enable what we would call micro learning experiences or what you may hear as just in time, just enough and just for me learning experiences, right? Where the me is not me, but the me is the end user. And so, Very cool. yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. And what you're able to do in those scenarios is you're able to quickly identify what your learning need is. You're able to go out and identify documentation that meets that need quickly and efficiently. And then you're able to get on with whatever the task at hand was, right? In, in a really efficient way and, and according to a really short timeline. And so that's really the type of learning experience that we want to provide to our users. And that's what we've seen in the industry really drive high retention rates um, in, in adult learning, really, right? Is these micro learning experiences. And so. When you start to think about how we make those types of learning experiences really successful, 
that's where we have to think about what different types of mediums we provide to learn. So if you think about our learning portal, you divide it into three separate sections, essentially, right? So you have the training section, you have the documentation section, and then you have the innovation section. If you look at the training section just at a high level, it, it essentially includes our self-paced e-learning courses. Those are courses that you can take at your own pace. It'll save your progress. There's there's lots of videos included. There's practical application that you can go through. There's, there's exercises that you can perform. Lots of interesting st stuff in those e-learning courses. Then you can think about our video series catalog that we offer in our training section of the learning portal. And that's actually something new and fresh that we launched just recently. So if you're if you're out there and you're familiar with the learning portal already, you may not have seen those just yet, but go take a look. They are live now. So something really exciting that we're offering um, here and, and we'll continue to offer going forward. So that's the first section is the training section. The second section is documentation. And this is, you know, obviously kind of the, the heart and soul of training at its core, oh, yeah. right? There's no getting away from the documentation. So, um, what we offer in the learning portal is really just a vast amount of documentation on a wide ranging array of topics. And what that does is it really underpins um, all of our learning material and all of our learning exper experiences at the foundational level. Right. And so all of that's out there to kind of serve as the basis for learning. And then you take it a step further and you look at the innovation section of our learning portal. And what we want to do here is we want to apply all the concepts you've learned in the e-learning courses, in the training section, in the documentation, and apply them to real-world concepts, right? Whether that's common use cases that you see in the industry, um, common operational tasks that you have to, to, to perform as a bank, right? But also innovative changes to the industry and innovative use cases of our native FinZAC functionality that you can implement for your institution to offer your, your customers a really interesting banking experience, right? So... Those are essentially the three key areas, I guess I would say, that, that, that the learning portal provides. That's really helpful. And I was thinking about that. I love that language in terms of like micro learning and embedded learning. I mean, here we are, you know, and certainly for our, our fintech segment, um, in, embedding, helping them embed finance and banking functionality very discreetly into whatever the experience. Yeah. And then we bring that over to the, to the learning portal. And I can imagine whether it's one of our partners on, SI partners helping to a bank through a core transformation process or launching a new brand or whatever the case, or one of our team. And they're inside of the console or even a bank associate, a business analyst, you know, they're configuring a product and they can just sort of look up what they need to look up if they have a question. And now they're getting whisked into an area of learning portal where we're serving up instructions and content around that specific functionality. Mm -hmm. um, that's pretty phenomenal. Yeah, it's, it's all about the seamless experience, right? Which is what we're aiming to provide. So yeah, exciting stuff. And then you said another thing I, I thought was cool. We're delivering a next-gen core experience. How are we trying to um, align that with the learning? So how does the learning portal cater to you know a next-gen learning experience? Maybe you can yeah. talk about that a bit. Yeah, that's a difficult one, right? That's kind of the big one. Like you said, we have this next-gen core. We're living in a next-gen you know, fintech world, core banking world, how do we have our training reflect that? And how do we capitalize on all that this new technology can offer from a training perspective, right? And so it, it's a difficult one. But if you start by thinking about kind of the legacy documentation and training experience, right? You, you may, what, what may come into your head is is kind of a, maybe a stack of 
hundred page manuals or something, right? And it's, you got to sift through pages and pages and look through table of contents and all these things. And that's fine, especially for folks that enjoy reading. I mean, that that's great, right? But that's not for everyone. And it doesn't become super usable in the sense that we talked about earlier in those micro learning scenarios, right? It's not, it doesn't provide you with the immediate value that you're looking for when you're in the midst of a workflow or when you're seeking an answer to a very specific issue, a very specific problem. And so what we want to do is change that experience by making it ultra usable and ultra efficient um, and also suit learners that maybe learn best not by reading. Maybe they learn best by by watching or listening or doing. So we want to cater to those learning styles as well. There's a few tenants in adult learning that we need to think about when we think of what does modern banking look like and how can we succeed in, in our training um, in this modern banking space? And so um, I'll name three of them just quickly, right? I think Please I, I, kind of, I kind of touched on one earlier, right? Um, and that's show immediate value. So I think in a, the adult learning space, showing immediate value is one of the most important things you can do. And, and often when we're in an adult learning environment, it's rooted in a problem that needs solving. These are really just experience, uh, opportunities for these micro learning experiences, right? And so what we want to do is we want to provide answers to those immediate questions and meet the immediate need. But we also want to allow and enable users to dig deeper if they choose to do so, right? Kind of like you mentioned, Chris. And so what this might look like is, is if you have a problem that's got you in the weeds, right? And you're kind of in it, but you don't understand the bigger picture and you don't really kind of understand what what, what you're even what the why of the situation is, right? Um, we want to give you the ability to kind of bump it up a couple levels and learn the why and learn the bigger picture and then drill back down mm. into, you know, getting back in the weeds and getting back into the details of how the system operates. And, and the opposite is true too, I think. Um, when, you, when you think about users that are at a high level, right? Maybe they understand the why, but they want to learn more about what's happening under the hood. We want to allow those types of users to, to go down that path as well. Um, and so that's kind of the first piece that I think is really important to think about here, Chris. And then the second piece is just relating material back to a learner's existing experiences. I think this is something that's often overlooked in training. We have in this industry, we have plenty of business folks working with plenty of technical folks and engineers and stuff. Yeah. And it can be difficult for those two groups of people to sometimes get on the same page, not just with um, language and verbiage and things, but also trying to gain a common level of understanding of different things, right? And I think getting those types of folks on the same page is really what's what's really crucial in having these projects ultimately succeed. And so what we're trying to do from a learning perspective is we want to meet the learner where they are and speak in terms and language that they are familiar with and that they understand. But we also want to use this kind of baseline of understanding to provide users, whether it's functional or technical or what have you, we want to provide those users with opportunities to dig deeper and transform the way that they think and, and kind of get on the level playing field with others within their organization. So I think that's a key one. And then I'll touch on one last one here really quick. The third one is, I mentioned it earlier, there's, there's all sorts of different types of learning styles, obviously, right? And so I think one of the big factors of providing a, a modern learning experience is providing content that suits those different learning styles. And those are things like seeing, um, learning by listening, learning by reading, and, and then doing. So 
developing material to suit all of those different learning styles, I think is something that we really tried to emphasize. And I think that hopefully comes across in the learning. Course. Yeah. And it makes me think about what you said right off in terms of, you know, just in time, just enough, just for me. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, and I guess it prompts another question in my mind, which is FinSect is in a very interesting place in terms of our clients, our partners, our team members, and having to just recognize and cater to those very different audiences inside of Learning, learning Portal. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe just talk for a minute about how you're accomplishing that. Every yeah, bit, you could imagine this could be somebody in terms of like a, one of our global system integrator partners. Yeah. It could be somebody working at the bank. It could be, um, you know, our team members. It is a very interesting mix. It, it is interesting, right? And it, it's a tricky one too. And so what we've tried to do is, is we obviously have that in mind when we're developing our content. And so in the different areas of the portal, if you look at those three areas that I mentioned, let's take documentation, for example, at the beginning, right? If you look at just a, any one piece of or a functionality or topic in, in our documentation, we try to start by setting kind of a ground level of understanding conceptually of a topic. We speak hopefully in terms that are easy to understand for any reader, whether you're familiar with the topic initially as a kind of a functionally oriented person or, or maybe not, right? Coming from a more technical background where you may not be familiar with the topic. So we try to establish that kind of common foundation of understanding across different reader types. And then, like I mentioned before, we try to give you the avenue to drill down deeper into things that you're interested in or stretch yourself based on what your role is. A lot of our learning portal documentation is obviously API focused, being an API centric core. A lot of our documentation speaks to the different API endpoints that we utilize, right? And the properties that those and what effects those have on other pieces of the system. And so that type of documentation can be seen as technical centric, essentially, and more kind of focused toward the, towards the technical audience. But we try to write it in a way that that someone that's even not technical could gain value from. Right. And and I think the opposite is also true when you think of um, a lot of our documentation includes um, maybe how you perform different tasks in the console, like coming back to, to Kyle's presentation on the console. Right. If you think about how I maybe configure a product using the console interface or do different things in the console operationally. We try to provide you with step-by-step guides on how you might do that, what options are available to you when you're doing those procedures. Um, And we also try to write those in a way that are obviously more functional centric towards those type of kind of banker type folks, write those in a way that are also easy enough to understand for folks that may not be as familiar with those topics, like your engineers and your technically minded folks. I just wanted to ask you, because you, you mentioned something in our company meeting a short while back that piqued my interest uh, around the applied concepts mm-hmm. uh, module, or I'm not sure exactly, but that yeah. sounded really interesting. If you got just a minute to elaborate yeah. a bit on that. I- great, great question. So I mentioned in the training portion of our portal, right? We offered a wide range of e-learning courses that are out there available for you to take. <laughs> One of those that I'd like to call out specifically, and I think the one that you're referring to, Chris, is what's called our Path to Agility Sandbox course. And essentially, another name for that could be an an applied concepts course. Typically, when you're getting acclimated to the FinZAC core, you're getting introduced to the FinZAC core, you may take our Path to Agility Key Data Concepts e-learning course, which kind of goes through the foundational terms, concepts, and, and ideas that you need to know that kind of separate the FinZAC core from other legacy core and that will help you and kind of equip you to be successful 
as you start on your journey using the FinZap Core. And coming out of that, I think what's really useful for folks to take is our Sandbox course, which takes those concepts that you learn in that introductory key data concepts course and gives you practical application opportunities for those. So we hold your hand and we guide you step-by-step through different product configuration scenarios. We start with a really simple product. We give you an example use case and we let you run with it. We give you a API collection that you can download and run on your own side by side alongside the course or just on your own, right? Just save it and use it for later. We start by giving you a really simple one to do. And then we layer on top of that by adding different components and different features to that product to where by the end of that course, you've got a really interesting, innovative, forward thinking type of product that you've implemented yourself essentially and configured yourself by following the steps in the course and by going through the actions that the API collections provide you with. And so it's just a really interesting way to not just see what's possible in the core in an introductory way, but also get your hands on the keyboard and do it yourself and kind of see how that works in real time. I have thoroughly enjoyed this. It makes me um, feel that I, Frank and Deb and, and Jim and those teams have taken our platform to the next level. And you and Tony and team are taking our the FinZoc pedagogy to the next level. So we are we are right in right in sync. I really appreciate your time today. Thanks for being with us, Nathan. Yeah, thanks, Chris. Really appreciate it.